Today is just so wonderful. I feel like chuckling. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Like, what do we do? Like, what do we do? Um, how do how how do we how 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 what do we do? I don't know what we're yelling about. It's gonna get weird. Goose and the Bear, episode 10, doing it on the Facebook Live. So we have live, we're going to have live fan interaction today, which I am excited for, ladies and gentlemen. I am, I, it's been 10 episodes in the making. 10 episodes in the making. There's been a lot that's happened in 10 episodes. I've been on a first date. I've embarrassed people. Um... And I have we've my, embarrassed ourselves. We've embarrassed ourselves, and I got my buddy Bear with me. Bear, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm uh, just sitting in my uh, self and well, my uh, I guess state-imposed exile um, in my own apartment. Um, for everyone out there, uh, if you hear me doing little snifflies, I apologize. I promise, I do not have coronavirus. Are you sure? Uh, I, I, I'm positive. I. In my line of work, I have read the guidelines enough. I've read the symptoms and the signs and everything so much that I know that I probably don't have corona. Um, it feels honestly more like um, allergies. We've had the changing weather, going from hot and cold, warm and cold, whatever it might be. And also, uh, I have a real problem with tree, poll- tree pollen, so... Um, I'm pretty sure the trees are budding out there, and um, I'm not having any bud in here, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> today, I am drinking my one of my favorites, Sazerac Rye Whiskey, um, a favorite that I like to have on the podcast. What do you got for me? I saw the bottle you had. Hey, Tell so, what you got. So I go to the liquor store, and I'm looking for my favorite my favorite uh, whiskey, but I could not find it at the store. So I was recommended to get this delicious whiskey. It's called Town Branch Whiskey. Uh, it's a bourbon from Kentucky, straight. Uh, so I am drinking that neat, nice. It's actually good, smooth, delicious. Very, very happy with my decision uh, for this show and for the podcast. Let me put it down so I don't break it in case I drink too much. Uh, we have Curbs asking what I'm drinking. And then we also have Vicky saying, yo. So- yo, Vicky. You get the yo from the bear and the goose. Uh, so we have a kind of a fun little just free form. We're obviously going to do guest estate. Uh, but we, before we get too far into it, we must say this show is brought to you by Curbs Alert. Curbs Alert, for all your weather needs on Facebook, please go to Curbs Alert. They're going to tell you there could be a possible storm coming on Tuesday. You never know. So make sure you find out on Curbs Alert. <sighs> and with that being said, how is uh, everyone's coronavirusing? life going for you for you Hartford is uh we've we we recorded one last week our conspiracy theory episode which I'm still mind blown that everything could be a possible conspiracy and it's all insane um the grand unified theory was if I'm not mistaken I think this is like I I mean I I like to call this a we can call this what a a virtual bar meetup on a Sunday night essentially yeah I mean, I can see you. You can see me. The only the viewers can see me. I'm sorry for that again. We're working on getting the split screen in here, and we're gonna make it happen. Uh, we will figure it out. We will figure it out. And and curbs just put in at curbs alert, which is a very good post, which is what you need to do. And we are gonna figure it out. Um, 
Just not. You tonight. know what I was thinking? Uh, Curbs Alert. It's like a theme song or something. Yeah. So if any of my <laughs> musically talented friends would like to join in on the Curbs Alert, uh, please, please, please feel free uh, to do uh, that sort of thing. Absolutely. We want as much involvement from our listeners, any fans that we have, which uh, we've heard from a couple that have been like, we love this show. We want to listen. We listen to the show. We're laughing. We're no one's saying they're drinking while they're listening. No one's saying they're uh, drinking yet, which I'm disappointed in, but I'm drinking. So yeah, we're drinking. We're, we're drinking every single time. I've so. been yelled at too much ice, not enough bourbon. I go, I need to wake up in the morning. <laughs> I will Jesus, be working from home so tomorrow. Much ice. No, I mean the the bottle was a little warm. I prefer a nice, cool, uh, deliciousness, and I like to be responsible uh, because well, I'm not going to say who, I'm not going to say what, I'm not going to say where, but there may or may not have been a co-host one time who might have overindulged just a little bit and had a little a little accident. <laughs> What was that? Like he's went bad and bumped his head, and <laughs> back it up in the and morning got, right and away, got, and got like a four thousand dollar ambulance ride to the hospital. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's doing better, and uh, so so I, I apologize for everyone who's watching me right now. So just to kind of set the screen, I have my the 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 video cameras right in front of me, so I can look at like I'm interacting with you. To my right is my sound. Recording equipment, well, not recording equipment. It's just a, a second screen for the laptop, which I have my uh, where we're recording the actual podcast on, so people can actually see it. Oh, Chloe's here. Oh, speaking of Chloe being here, I have to give a quick shout out to Chloe, who is a nurse at Rhode Island Hospital, who's doing amazing things during this whole outbreak, and she's now like my go-to. She's like my go-to nurse friend, who can help me out with when like I. You want to? You want to? Well, you guys want to start with an, an embarrassing story. I think. Uh, oh, Grayson's watching. Oh, Grayson, you should go to bed. You have school in the morning, buddy. Uh, but you want? Why does he have school? Well, he's he's digitally learning. Ah, I see. So that's a I fact. See. But what, what? So they still make they still make them get up early to do digital learning. That's just. <laughs> that's just wrong well what i think is funny is the fact i saw like one of the best posts today and it's like for the first time you're gonna find out the teacher wasn't the problem <laughs> <laughs> oh Take we that. all know and i knew i, I never that. knew my teachers weren't the problem it was always yours truly um <laughs> no no so yesterday yesterday i decided to go on a bike ride and um, oh, speaking of a bike ride, Nick's out. Nicky, Nick, who I went on the bike ride with, uh, decides to join Nicky, the, Nick. His name's Nick. He's a good friend of mine. And we decided to go on a bike ride around Newport, uh, you know, get a little out of it. We were only a group of three and we kept six feet apart. And I'm very glad we kept six feet apart because about halfway through the ride, if you notice, you're watching, I have a band aid on my finger and I'm a little sore. Uh, you can't see the sore part, but we're riding. And then we go into take a left into a park that we were biking by. And as I go take the left, I cut across, and like I, I'm not used to riding with people. I'm used to riding alone, so I chicken look to make sure my buddies made it over. Well, when I come back, I see something in the road, so I try to swerve and hit it. And as I swerved, my bike hits the curb. So then my bike hits the curb. The front tire pops. I go head over heels and flip over Oof. and just totally eat it. Right face, everything down. 
and now I am in highly embarrassed. I got uh, some marks on my elbow. Um, I got a mark like on my hip and like my outside thigh, like I guess, or like my waist. Like I got like a mark at my waist and a mark on my hip. Like, yeah, I'm hurting. <laughs> I'm a hurt puppy. <sighs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> well, I'm just having oh. some of the, the medicine the doctor ordered, so I feel better already. Oh, good. That actually reminds me, uh, that same thing happened to me when I was like 13. Um, yeah, but you're but... not 29. I'm 29 and that happened. Mm, yeah. And no, before anyone asks on the Facebook, no, I was not drinking. And no, I was not under the influence of anything. I just was an idiot and I fell. I'm highly embarrassed by that. So, ta-da. As you should be. Uh so but who fault so that's 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 my quarantine story um <laughs> that's mine but i'm gonna go get blood tomorrow because uh there is a shortage of blood so i'm gonna go donate some blood and uh definitely are, do that are you don't are you donating blood because there's a shortage or are you donating because they have to test you for corona well they do not have to blood. test me for corona because i know i don't have the corona um but uh, I'm going to go. There is a shortage, but apparently, apparently there's a strand of blood. Like I don't know what my blood type is, but there's apparently a blood type that is immune from Corona. So really, I, I, what is it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hearing rumors here. All this is is rumors at this point in my life. So I'm in for the rumors. So I'm I'm excited to figure out like what kind of blood type I am. Do Do you know what like what the universal donor and the universal receiver is? That's like my number one question. The universal donor, I think, is O positive, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. You're asking me. I do not know. Hey, your cousin Kristen joined. Oh, excellent. You want to give a shout out to your cousin? Speaking of family members, I was telling we my family what we've been doing during this time because we can't visit each other is we've been setting up either like this, you know, Facebook Messenger video chats. Or um, on my dad's side, my aunt set up a Zoom conference meeting and got everybody in. My aunts, uncles, my cousins, my sister, my mom, dad, my grandparents. We got we had like a dozen people on this thing. And it was the first time most of us were using it. So you can imagine the chaos that ensued with everybody talking over each other. And everything, but it was still a lot of fun. Uh, still a lot of fun. Um, uh, my uncle uh, asked about. <laughs> he's like, he's like, your podcast. Is it something I could call into? I mean, and I was like, well, it's not a radio show, but I mean, we can get you on as a guest. Does he have a Facebook? If he's got a Facebook, we can get him on. I'd be happy to get him on. I'd be happy to get anyone on. If he has a Facebook, I've never seen it. <laughs> okay, well, if, then we're gonna have to figure out a way, and we, we can. Oh, now, yeah. oh, see, this is why I love doing these Facebook lives. Now I'm getting, so Mike Simeone, you're asking, I am drinking, ooh, oh, I almost just broke something. Ooh, I am drinking a Town Branch bourbon. Uh, it's from Kentucky. It's delicious. And then he also sent me, like, the blood types. Oh, my God, this is incredible. Incredible, Mr. Simeone. Aud- audience interactions. Oh, it makes my it. life. <laughs> oh, it's not immunity. Some. Oh, more, it's. 
I was wrong. So thank you, Emily, for correcting me. Not your not your wife, a different Emily, corrects me. Some blood types are more susceptible to it. So the quite the opposite, which now I definitely <laughs> want to go donate blood to figure this thing out. Um, yeah, see. But but see that's that's why they're that's why they're testing um for people who are donating blood. Oh well good. Uh but but here's the thing though. Because for me I honestly believe there's already a, a cure out there. There is already a cure for this coronavirus out there, and no one wants to tap into it. But I know how to find it. Uh, okay, President yeah, Trump, I'm, if you're listening, sure. Governor Raimondo, if you're listening, Governor Baker, if you're listening, here's the way you have to do it. You have to get in contact with Ozzy Osbourne. The dude's been biting heads off of bats for years, and he's never gotten the coronavirus. So there's something in his system that proves it. I'm, I swear to you, that has to be the answer. Right. That's a really good point. I'm, and has anyone I mean, called Ozzy up yet? I don't know. Even if even if he didn't like like he should submit himself for at least the trials for it at least. How much longer does he have to even live? I don't know. And if, I, I if he gets it it could be a sad thing, but if he doesn't If he doesn't, then we should continue not expecting a new I, Black Sabbath album. I, I I don't I don't think I do not think you can expect a black a Black Sabbath album anytime soon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, you can't find the vaccine for it, Simeone. You can't cure a va- virus. What? I'm not a doctor. I don't even pretend to be one. Man, I'm just I mean, getting roasted. The, the, the flu vaccine doesn't cure flu; it just makes it harder to get yeah so maybe we can maybe ozzy i'm telling you ozzy osborne might be like the flu shot for coronavirus the corona shot that's like if you took a either that or we're just um showing everybody out there how stupid we are oh i'm very stupid i know that for a fact there's there's no there's no denying that i am not the (laughs) smartest individual I've made many mistakes in my life. Uh, some have been brought to my attention in very obvious ways. And you just live and you learn, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not perfect. Yep. I never yep. pretended to be I am, nor will I ever pretend to be I'm perfect. Yeah. So, Goose. What? We, we promised these people a show. We promised. Uh, we're giving them a show. You want to talk about uh, this blind? <laughs> you, you, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Oh my god, <laughs> I've been wanting to talk about that for for weeks. like weeks since weeks. I finished it, and since you were like, "Oh, I hadn't finished it yet," and I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta wait, I gotta wait." Oh boy. All right, yeah. So for those who don't remember, uh, who or haven't listened to our podcast before, on a previous episode, Welcome. I talked about. Um, finding a new trashy TV show to watch on Netflix, which was Love is Blind. And I hope everyone else had gotten an opportunity to go watch it um, because it is, it is like perfect trash TV and is so addicting. Is it bad that I, I, I could actually see myself ending up on that show? Like if, I, there's, if yeah, there's anyone in the that group, would be... go on the show, go talk to someone you've never seen and propose to them. <laughs> YOLO. I mean, the people that do that got to be, like, super desperate psychopaths. 
Honestly. Stop, de- stop describing me. You are describing me perfectly. A super desperate psychopath. Like, I, I am made to be on Love is Blind. So and I, I hope they get I hope they get to start a new season. No, I no, mean, everything, no, 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 everything's no, no, no. halted right now. But no, we do not need another season of Love Is Blind. Like I got to be very clear, that girl Jessica is the worst human being on the face of this earth. Oh my god, she sucks. She is the absolute worst human being. Now, quick synopsis for those who haven't seen the show: this girl Jessica quote-unquote, falls in love with this guy, Barrett. Now, Barnett. Barnett. Barnett whatever. I, that's that's a rough name for me. Which which is his last name. His, his first name is Matt, but you don't find that out until, like, nine episodes in. Oh, I could have said something bad. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I almost said something really bad. There's people watching. Right. No. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I gotta, <laughs> I'm going to hell. So, anyway, Barnett. It, and it, he, Barnett's like the player. He's like the cool, attractive player guy talking to like three girls, leading all three girls on, pulling a complete classic Barnett. And then he like tells Jessica one night, like, I can see my life with you. And then boom, next day, what does he do? Proposes to someone else. Now this guy, this guy, Mark, now this this guy, Mark, is like saying to Jessica, oh, you're great. I love you. Like, this is amazing. And then Jessica's like, well, no, I'm not feeling it because she wants Barnett, which is fine. I give her all that respect. Then all of a sudden, she gets rejected by Barnett. And then, boom, lo and behold, she goes back to Mark. And yeah. Mark knows this. So not only does Jessica suck, but Mark's an idiot. Yeah, that guy... That guy should have ended things like, dude. I would have said no. Not right. Not right yeah, off the bat. Yeah, you get done dirty. You get done dirty right in the beginning. Dude, you're in a sh- dude. And, look at the game you're... show you're on. You're done. You're done. You got to be done with that. To go back to where he deserved everything that happens. Do him. Mm-hmm. I said it. To stay with her all that time. To stay with her all the way till the wedding day. Like, how funny is it? Like, it's like she's taking him out to his family. Like, her big thing was, like, how old was she? Like, 34? Like She's 34. He's 24. Four. So there's a 10-year ten year age, gap. age difference between them. Which isn't... That's not, that's not bad. It's not that bad. Like, relationships like that can work. You know? It can, but, but here's... Like, my sister and... Like my sister and her fiance, you know, have a bit of an age difference. It's not that much, but I'm not saying it's, um, it's not it's even the age there, difference. So. Of it. It's it's not even that that it's the fact that she was obviously bothered by it. And whenever she would introduce him to people, she's like basically saying, tell me this is a bad idea. I just like cannot deal with it. So, like, yeah. please tell me this is a bad idea. Yeah. So and then, then she met her his family. Like, and then she met his family, and she—you could tell that she was like she did not want uh, any part to I, do with this. Right. She wanted no part to do with this, and yet she went along with it. She's a horrible human being. He's just a, a an, an idiot, a dumbass pushover. Like, like they—they they deserved each other. Right. And, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but meanwhile, while she's stringing this guy along. She's over on the other side talking to Barnett still, like trying to chip away at his uh, relationship with this Amber chick. With who, but I would not you, mess with Amber. I would not mess with Amber. She's legit psycho. No, she's total psycho, but she's also a, a huge freeloader. <laughs> but, but 
freeloader, fine, but she's also a psycho. Like the freeloader yeah. thing's bad, but she is a psycho. And like yeah. I, I would and, not and mess I, with that because she actually might try to kill you. Yeah. And I say freeloader because like once they got her and Barnett got engaged and they ended up, you know, living together, which all happens in a span of a couple weeks, this stuff. And they start talking and she's talking about how she's got student loan debt. Okay, most people do, but she's got a lot of student loan debt. And she has credit card debt. And she has a little thing that I had never heard of, but this is the craziest thing. She has makeup credit card debt. Makeup credit card debt. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. She's so ugly, she needs makeup credit card debt. Yeah, she has a separate credit card for buying makeup. And she has racked up a huge amount of debt because of that. Wow. And so Barnett's like, um, okay. To to rack up that, like, that is insane. And, and, and again, the whole concept's hilarious. Is love blind? And, and it's actually a, a very good case study. I'll give the credit on that. It's like yeah, and, because and that's it, the whole point it, of the kind show. Of, well, it kind of gives you well, it gives you into the social media, the, this whole new dating of Tinder, Bumble, whatever else you want to use, Match dot com, whatever whatever it is. Can you truly get to know someone? And and the the problem with that is, I think they need to be in that house for like two or three weeks, just talking to each other. Like you give me two or yeah. three weeks of talking to someone every day, I'm gonna get to know them pretty well. Granted, I'm gonna be like I with with me with online dating. It's 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 just simple. It's like, hey, I'm Andrew. Oh, okay, we start talking. Oh, you're pretty cool. Oh yeah, you might want to Google me. There's some baggage over there, and then you let it ride out after. But besides, <laughs> and, and like Ooh. that's, it, but it's you gotta have some time to like build that up. And but these guys were only in there a week, a week, a week. You need at least two, at least two weeks. Well, I mean, then they gave them, like, another week and, of this, like, amazing vacation in Mexico. I mean, that's the only reason why I go on it. And actually, speaking of the Mexico one, the very first night when they were in Mexico, oh, God, what was his name? Oh, my God. You know what the guy I'm thinking about was? The guy who kept his big secret before proposing, and then he proposed. Oh, oh, um, uh, oh. his name is uh, Carlton. His name is Carlton. Carlton, yeah, Carlton. You know what? Carlton's the asshole in that scenario. Yeah, he is. Like, like he this is. is you're in a situation there. It, it's there's nothing wrong with being. Well, he didn't even. Did he call himself bisexual? I don't think he called himself bisexual. No, he, he, no, he called himself um, fluid. Fluid. He said he was okay, fluid. You're, you're gender. You're fluid. You're sexually fluid. Whatever. It's like I'm changing oil in a car. What, whatever you want it to be. <laughs> but I think it's like like that is something. I think you should tell someone right off the bat. You know. Like, like, oh, yeah. like, just, just be like, hey, we're vibing. You're really cool. I've slept with dudes. Just want to let you know. I, I'm not going to leave you for dudes right now. But I'm just saying, I don't like, I don't like, I, I like you. I love you. I propose to you. Yeah. You're what I want to be with. Yeah. Just want to let you yeah. know. But, but even like you, you say that off the bat before you propose. Like, right. Yeah. And I get, I get like not saying it like right away, you know, because it's your choice to divulge that information. You gotta say it before you prob- propose though. Yeah, before yeah, before you propose, definitely That's say like it. me proposing to someone without saying, Yeah, go look at what happened to me on my Twitter. Like the it's not the same thing, but it's like that Twitter thing is kind of a big deal, and it's like it can change the mind of things and it, it's something that happened as part of my life. So it's like you gotta you gotta bring it up somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I don't know if you watched like the reunion that they released after like all so the episodes bad. were done. It was so because he proposed back, right, or some shit like that. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't necessarily propose. Propose, but he did like a symbolic with you know the ring that he like well, kind of threw saying. away. I thought he proposed. Um, I don't know. He was basically like making up to her and like saying like I still want us to be friends. Like I want us. He almost was saying like I want to let us try again. Can we you get know, a redo? Like, will Netflix like, bring us back for a redo and give us our own show? I mean, I hope not. Uh, I mean, they were out right after the proposals. But, I hate everybody on that show. Honestly. But um, it, yeah, I know. It, it, I know. It got, you, me, to you, hate, you it got me to hate everyone on that show. And you know what? It you made did. me hate it so much. I want to go on it. <laughs> When's the next one? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, you know. You know who else was on that? Um, they. Uh, didn't end up getting married, but they made up um, and they were together at the reunion. Was that Damien and that Janina? Janina? Oh, girl. yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not even I kept call, I kept calling her Janina because I thought it was funny. You know, it's like that whole, oh, you're Gina? Gina, actually. <laughs> so that's why I was doing that. But um, yeah, oh my God. I don't know how they made it past like anything they were constantly at each other's throats and stuff and you know what i think i think it's because like she's bullshit and he did not take any of her shit um funny enough i know i know some people like that in my life hey um and it works for them it works for them though they stay together so i mean it's fine but oh my god when he's when when she's like I they're on the altar and he, she's like I do and he's like I do not I do <laughs> not and she just goes running see see and that's another thing so part of this quarantine has gotten me going I've been watching a lot of trash TV and I and I learned on TLC there's this show called Four Weddings have you ever heard of the show Four Weddings um it sounds familiar I mean it is I the dumbest shit ever. ever. Pardon my French. It is the dumbest stuff ever, because it's so. Here's the show, and 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 here's my thing. Oh my! Oh, Amber said her makeup credit card had a seven hundred dollar limit. This is That's amazing. Way too much money for makeup. Way too much. It is, and I think I think she said on there too that like oh like she's like makeup is expensive. No. Um, I I don't know because I've never bought makeup. But can somebody tell me if makeup really is expensive, oh, or can... is just certain makeup expensive? I I think all makeup might be expensive. Well, I mean, then... that's just the way I, I would look at it. But uh, let, let me get back to this because you are a married man. I am not. Yeah. So the whole premise of four weddings mm-hmm. is that these four brides sign up for the show with the hopes of getting a dream honeymoon. In some Caribbean or nice vacation spot. And this is the dumbest thing ever. Because then now, your wedding is now broadcast on national TV. And it's going to be judged by three catty bitches. Oh, are you talking... You're, yeah, you're talking about the one where they go to each other's yes. weddings and they... And they um, wake rate- Like, would you, would you want that? Like, would you want that, like, scrutiny? Like, there's this one girl just like... The, the chicken was dry. It was too cold. 
the, the wedding guests were not welcoming to us. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be welcoming to you either. I don't know you. You don't belong here. This is like that. It is the dumbest show. I'm sorry. Of course these, of course these bitches are uh, giving each other like terrible reviews. They all want to win the dream honeymoon and but and all you're that. Selling so. it out. You're like honestly, honestly, as someone who's never been married. This guy right here. I have never been married. I have like simple requests for if I were to ever get married. And even before that, I'm going into the understanding that whoever I'm marrying probably has thought about this day more important than her. And if she's dumb enough to say I do to me, then yeah, she can have her dream day. I'm good. Just make sure there's some steak and alcohol there for me and I'm happy. That's where where I'm at. (laughs) Amen. Now, with that being said, if she wants three random strangers to try to win us a honeymoon, I mean, mazel tov, I guess. I don't know. Cheers to you. Whatever whatever other thing I can give out for that. But it's just such a bad idea. It's it's, Four Weddings is legit the dumbest show I've ever watched, and yet I can't wait to watch it again. This this quarantine's killing me. <laughs> yeah, I've watched that show on TV too, and like I think it's crazy. I mean, it's cool for these women because like they get to go to these like other weddings, you know, free, and you know they get to experience it and all that. It's always fun to get invited to weddings, but um, but yeah, I mean, th- these women they also have their like happiest days of their lives, and they know that. Even though it's the happiest day of their life, they've got three women who are brutally and viciously critiquing their wedding. Yeah, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. As someone who's been married, if that was the case at my wedding, I would not like that. Um, I happen to think that my wedding was the best. I don't know. I wasn't invited. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. I, I sent would, out. We I, sent out invitations. You probably weren't able to go. I was not invited to your wedding. I was not. Well, I was. I invited. will have. I'm. I'm going to have to double check on that. I'm ninety percent sure I wasn't invited. I never saw the invite. Is this is this is disgustingly embarrassing. <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for sure. I mean, at least you had a wedding, unlike one of our other brothers who decided to go get secretly married. Oh my god. But we went to Rip. the the um reception that their parents insisted that they have. Well, I mean, yeah, the reception was great. It's a beautiful time. I love them both, but let's just face it here. Yeah. They robbed us of a bachelor party. They did rob us of a bachelor party. Does that mean that we're owed a bachelor party? I think so. Yeah, I'm I mean, gonna I'm gonna definitely say so. I, I for think sure. I mean we can just I, you I know mean, who I'm, you... I'm the only eligible bachelor left out of the group, pretty much. Doesn't matter if I go to the bachelor party, I get to enjoy it just the same as anybody else. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say this like I'm thinking about this. So out of like like out of our group of me, my big, you, and then my fake big, out of the four of us, three of you, three of us are married, have kids, or are expecting a kid. In all daughters. Yeah, so you should expect a daughter. No, I shouldn't. Which, I'm feeling pretty which, good about myself which, right here. Which, which is exactly what you deserve. I you am, deserve a daughter. I, am, I will. 
I will say this: I am terrified of having a daughter. I I love I I will would if I have a if I have a child, I'm going to love her, him, her, they, however they want to be called. I will love mm-hmm. them with all my heart, but I am terrified of having a daughter. Yeah, it's 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 terrifying, man. There's guys. No matter no, no matter what, it's terrifying. I can tell there's you. There's guys like Rob Gronkowski out there who are big, strong, tough, attractive, and uh, performing in the WWE now. Yeah. <laughs> WWE Gronk. He debuted to an empty audience. <laughs> Not because of him. I mean, that it would have been funnier. Uh, it would have oh. been. But but why did you... Now that we brought up Gronk, I think I have to do this again. It's just... It's it's a point I'm hitting. Oh, okay. And um, it's... We're going to get real here again. <laughs> I get a little excited after some days that uh, I woke up to the news that he was he was announcing he was leaving, and that one Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Uh, was not going to be returning to New England, and uh, and then I saw there was delay. He was not signing with Tampa Bay right away. So I got my hopes up. I'm like, is he going to pull a Dan- uh, McDaniels? Is he coming back? And like, James Blunt, I, I'm feeling you, man. And, and I, I got hope. And then all of a sudden on a Friday morning, I saw the news. After two days of physicals, he passed. And they finalized the contract. And Mr. Brady, Mr. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., you're gone. <laughs> I can't. Tom. Just come back, Tom. Virtual clink. not fair I'm just kidding I'm fine with it I, I know you are James but no it's he's gone it's fine it's whatever so long live the king he was the greatest quarterback of all time I hope he loses every single game going forward because he's not a patriot because unlike the fake Colt fans who all became Denver Bronco fans when Peyton Manning went to Denver no 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 I said then that I would stick with my team and I am sticking with my team Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Julian Edelman, Jarrett Ryan Stidham. That's right. His full name. He gets the full name treatment now. Jarrett Ryan Stidham. Fourth round pick from Auburn. Dude's going to be a stud. Hey, a team is a team is a team. You know, it's more important than any one person. So that's that's that. Yeah, I'm good with it. Let him be done. So I've and he is done. Yeah, I've gotten over it. So we, we we've been good and it's fine. You live and you but, learn. And I know we did that on the last episode too. Um, I hope we don't uh, run it into the ground too much, but it is. <laughs> it still makes me laugh every time you start playing that song. Oh, it's such a, <laughs> especially when talking about one Mister uh, 
Tom Brady, that guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's not. He's not getting the full name treatment anymore. Not no. Not no more, my friend. No more. I know that's a double negative. He deserves a double negative. He not no more. He gone. He gone. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. But yeah, so we we are just cruising along, and mm-hmm. I, I and and I'm really enjoying. I mean, we had to figure out some more kinks here and there of this live stream, but this is not a bad first start point. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, what is the update on our uh, watch party? Anybody commenting stuff? Ah, what have people been saying? Uh, one person said, this is how people get hurt. And I don't know what that was in reference to. I think that came out when we were talking Love is Blind or Four Weddings. But I, I, I would put my money on Love is Blind. That is definitely or. how people get hurt. Because lo- I would say, um, based on like a percentage, um, about... Uh, like eighty percent of everybody, or at least sixty percent of everybody, got hurt. So, I mean, I forget yeah. how many couples actually like survived the and whole got thing. married. Yeah. So two, two of them did. Two of them did. That's what. Okay. There, there was there was Barnett and Amber, the, and yeah, uh, and Lauren and Cameron, which was on social media everybody's like runaway favorite yeah by far they were this they were just happy and they made it work so one out of the rest isn't bad are bar are barnet and what's his face still together barnet and amber yeah yeah in in the reunion they said that they were still together um they definitely had a lot of rough patches and i guess she threatened him with the d word um the, but the d word Yes, the D word. Threatened them with the D word, uh, as they put it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess that kind of shaped things up a little bit. But my favorite part of the reunion was Amber saying how, looking back and watching the show, you know, from <laughs> from you know our the audience's perspective. And seeing Jessica like constantly making moves on Barnett to quote Amber, that's an understatement. To quote Amber saying directly to Jessica, "Bitch, you shysty." Wow, you shysty. (laughs) She's like, "You are nasty and disingenuous." Like, which is a fair point. Yeah, she, she made she made her seem like oh they were like friends and everything was cool and you know all was good and all that and meanwhile she's behind her back in the same room working on her fiance, quote unquote. Hey, gotta, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm sure people have heard enough about Love Is Blind. Um, if I'm... anyone else has been watching it or has watched it and wants to weigh in on what they thought and how it all went, uh, drop us a line. Drop us a line on Facebook, Twitter. Social media. Get, get on Goose here right Bear. now, the live the live stream. Yeah. And you got Goose and the Bear. Follow us on the Facebook. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Wherever you listen to your podcast, we're there. I keep forgetting about Stitcher. Me too. Every, <laughs> every time I post a new episode. Oh, boy. All right. It happens. Um, Goose, you got anything um, from your political corner 
uh, these days? I mean, there's one thing for Goose's political corner. It's very simple. Listen to everyone when they say inside for this coronavirus. Um, like, come on, guys. We I got I got yelled at by my governor today. I mean, I yeah. haven't even been going out. I went out for a bike ride, and I went head over the bars. So that was kind of the sign, like, okay, maybe I'm going to really stay inside. No, but you got to take the social distancing thing uh, seriously. Uh, I, I'll be the first one to admit it. When it first started happening, I, I, I took it lately. Um, I was like, oh, this isn't going to happen here. I mean, I had that little invincible attitude. Uh, but now seeing it expand and watching the seriousness of it, yeah, you got to come in. Um, I have to give Governor Raimondo's been doing a great job. All the mayors, Mayor Fung, uh, town administrator, administrator, Contenti's doing a great job. I, I really think like all, all the local leaders are going above and beyond um, into a point to really get it get the message out there that this is not a joking around ma- manner. Um, if if I were to be working on President Trump's communication team, my advice to him uh, would be to uh, go, hi, here's the latest updates. We have this many new cases. Now here's Dr. Ferrucci. Oh, God, what's his name? Not Ferrucci. Why, Dr. Why Fa- Dr. Fauci. 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 Dr. Fauci is a rock star throughout all this. You need to put Dr. Fauci on there. You need to put director of the EMA, Pete Gaynor, on there. And fun fact, fun fact about director Gaynor. Uh, you know where he, where I first met him? I've, I've met him, and I've talked with him. And he's one of the best people I've ever been able to work with, uh, even though it was for a very, very, very short time. Um, and he was actually at the head of the Providence Emergency Management Agency where he killed it. And he got recognized, and he got to work his way up. And now he's on the national level, which he should be because he's got his head around it. You need Fauci, you need Gaynor, and that's all you need up there. Throw the Surgeon General up there too. Let them do the talking. You walk off. Because there was a whole thing that Trump was getting yelled at and, and criticized for, rightly so, when I think the biggest thing at this day and age, uh, when there's a crisis like this going on, you need an adult in the room. And yeah. yeah. And at times. Straight up. At times, Trump has done things and he's gotten a message out that has been almost adult-like and taken things seriously. But then also you go look on the backside where he's saying, uh, when you go look at sound clips, oh, this isn't serious. We're prepared for this. Relying on the states to get the ventilators. It's like you've got to get your your head out of it at this point. You got to do with a Maya culpa. And then he has the exchange with Peter Alexander from NBC. Now, mind you, Peter Alexander, oh I'm going to say this. Peter Alexander is a shit stirrer. He most certainly is. I was there at the Tom Brady press conference when he was there sitting front row with the BS deflate gate crap was going on. And he looks at Tom Brady straight in the face and goes, Tom, what do you have to say to the children who think you're a cheater now? Well, he's not a cheater because if you believe in science, you'll understand that. So Peter Alexander is most and certainly, in fact, a shit stirrer. I have no problem saying that for his interaction with one Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., who is dead to me, but I will still defend him in that moment. With that being sure. said, you you know that's a shit stirrer question that the question, not the question that he got snapped at for, but the one before it was a shit stirrer question, which 
it, it happens, but as an elected official and as a leader of the free world, you should have enough common sense to be up to yourself to be like, all right, you know what, I'm going to handle this. And, and when he asks if there's a message you have for the American people, your message should have been something along the lines of, look, these are trying times coming before us. This is an unprecedented spot in our history, but we're a strong nation and together we're going to make it through. That is the message you send. Instead, you say you're a bad journalist, which again, all the Trumpers loved. All the, the far left hated, the far right loved it, and you just had people like me sitting here going, what the hell? Yeah, I was I, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. And what you said, like what he should have said, that's all you have to say. You don't have to go on into a long thing or anything like that. Just keep it short and simple, you know? Give some hope to people. Reassure people is what, you know, that's what you're, that's, you're, you're there to do that, you know, you're there to speak for the government and say, this is what we're doing. I know it's tough, but we're going to make it through, you know, there's nope. no need to panic. There's no need to be afraid. We are working tirelessly to fix this. But instead, instead, instead you're just like, that's a terrible question. No, you're a bad journalist. No, he didn't say it was a terrible question. He goes, yeah, you're a bad journalist. Like, I'm like, all right. It, I mean, it, I'm not going to lie. made me chuckle. It did most, in fact, make me chuckle. But, but it's, but it's not like that, an appropriate it's like that doesn't time. answer the question. Not One that doesn't answer the question. This, okay. I, 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 I know I have some of my political friends. I have some political friends watching this right now. It's very rarely that you get a straight-out answer to a question on a political atmosphere, uh, political question type of thing. It's you work your way around it, you wordsmith it, and you get the information out you want. It it tends to happen. You see it in debates all the time. Sometimes you get the direct answers. If there's a direct question, you get the direct answers, and other times you work your way around it. That one was an easy direct answer, and unfortunately, and I think, and I don't feel bad for Peter Alexander because he's happy for that that happened. At the end of the day, he's happy for it. He got his soundbite. He got his five minutes of fame. He got the fame that he wanted to have come from it. So when it, and Alexander wins that because at the end of the day, he doesn't want him to answer the question right. He wants that soundbite because there is biasness in every type of journalism. This, it's, it's unfortunate, and I, it's, and I don't even think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's like there are, there are journalists out there who want to report correctly and accurately and want to report the facts. But at the end of the day, we all have our biases. We all have our slants, and... I think we'd be disingenuous to ourselves if we didn't cut some people we like some slack and people we didn't like who treated us wrongly that we wanted to get back at them. I think it's just disingenuous. But overall, the news coverage, like, like you, I, I, I'll admit it. I watch some Fox News. I watch some MSNBC. I watch some CNN. I try to diversify it because I at least am smart enough where I can look at all these different news sources bring all of them together and what i like to do is see what lines up i'm like all right so then that's that's what's really happening here <sighs> okay mm. man yeah i mean i personally don't think that the media is doing a great job with covering all the stuff with the coronavirus i mean they're just freaking people out left and right that's i even thing. tell people at work don't i'm like i'm like you can watch the news just don't watch too much of it you're just gonna freak yourselves out even more yeah, don't do the coronavirus drinking game. It's a bad idea. No, 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 don't do that. 
Don't do that. Every time you see coronavirus, take a drink. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Not going to do it today. No, no, because you'll actually die and not from coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe maybe from corona, you know, cervezas. But... <laughs> Cerveza. <laughs> I think I, like one of the funniest posts I saw, it's like, we're going to have the craziest St. Patrick's Easter Cinco de July ever. <laughs> See, this is where I'm getting worried now because I am very worried of the fact that they may cancel. I I haven't heard any rumors yet, but if they cancel the 4th of July in Bristol, this coronavirus is going to see one single human being named moi cure it or find the vaccine for it, whatever, Simeone. I'm not going to get the exact details of it. But yeah, I'm going to cure this thing. Did you see what happened in Ireland? No. Besides them shutting down they, the pubs on St. Patrick's Day, which is insane. They shut down the pubs like two days before St. Patrick's Day. And the next day, they announced that their scientists had like like a first stage vaccine and were ready to test it on human trials. Yeah. Yeah. Trials. Yeah. You want to know why? Because there was St. Patrick's Day coming up. And they're like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here's a good um, question for you. Here's a good question. Yeah. Now, everyone knows with drugs and human testing is kind of like, eh. This could be a very morally wrong question of me, and I'm still going to ask it anyway because I think it's a good for a debate question. Do you think death row inmates, inmates on death row, should have the option? So this is going to be their choice. Like, Like, for example, with a pandemic like this, they're going to get injected with the coronavirus. But we have we have this vaccine that may work, may not work. Would you be willing if with well, here's the caveat here. You give up your lethal injection and you get injected with the coronavirus and you get treated with the vaccine not knowing what the side effects are. And you run the tr- risk here if if their side effects doesn't work and you die, you die. You were going to die anyway, right? Yeah. But if the vaccine works, you spend the rest of your life in prison still, but you're alive. So essentially you're... Turning you're, death row inmates into human guinea pigs. By giving them the incentive that if they consent to do this, they get their death penalty sentence overturned essentially yes i'd say if they consent to it sure like Why that's not? that's the incentive you give we're not because here's because here's the thing here's but, the but thing you gotta understand it. though you gotta understand though there's gonna be do you, we have to get lawyers in here for this to have them sign off saying like if you die you die it's like you can't sue us your family can't sue us if you die you're you're doing this willingly at the chance I'm in for this. Yeah, so here, here's what I this. so here's what I think about it. Um, in order for them to do human trials on a vaccine or any type of treatment, they're going to have to have human guinea pigs. And most but of the I'm time saying, like, those I'm are saying going to in a pandemic like this, skip the animal testing like they do. Which they basically did, didn't they? No, I'm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Because I never heard of them doing like 
testing on animals. Well, I, I forget the testing on animals. At I this point. I wouldn't have been ha- I wouldn't have liked that if they did that. I mean, I don't I, want them I, to test on animals. I mean, I am all in just giving giving a death row inmate this disease and then try or virus and trying to cure him, and boom. All right, boom. Can, can I so so to continue what I was saying is that outside of offering this to death row inmates. Uh, you know, they have to have volunteers, you know, to, in order to do that. Right. So it's, uh, you're essentially offering the same thing you would offer to anybody that wanted to volunteer to do this. You're just giving an extra incentive. Well, you're to... also technically you're saving money cause then you're not going to have to give the people who do the trials any compensation for it. And I hate to say this, but when you have a bunch of death row inmates, you kind of have like a human guinea pig population right there like you can just pick a name and go yeah yeah pretty much it's like you, i mean you go to them and you, go, could you even, have a chance to live or we can kill you tomorrow mm-hmm. i mean why even stop at uh death row inmates you could offer it to people serving life sentences and say do this and you can get your sentence reduced but then here's my question though so it's no longer a life sentence but but here and 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 I have a friend, Evan, volunteers me to get the coronavirus. You know what? I, I would volunteer myself. I'm in. I, I'll, so I, I get the disease. Sure. Don't want to use me as a guinea pig at this point. I don't care. I'd do it if it helps. If 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 me getting sick and helping find right. a cure for it, even if it kills me, saves a lot more people, I'm in. I will sacrifice my yeah. life for the, for the men. Yeah. So I absolutely, I completely agree. I I would do I the same thing. Tribute. I know, I would do the same thing. Absolutely. Um, no, you because... can't. You have a family. I don't see this. I, I'm the prime candidate on this one. If, out of me and you, it's me. Hate to break it to you. You have a beautiful wife. You have a beautiful daughter. You got to raise her right. You're you're right. I'm you're single. right. Let's go. That's true. That's true. That's true. But if don't me doing it, if me doing it, means that. Millions or billions of people can be saved from death or from terrible, terrible illness, you know, because my life isn't more important than all of those people, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's like the, um, like the analogy of like, if you had like a bowl of M&Ms and three of those M&Ms were poison, um, but if you ate all the M&Ms, you know, including the poison ones, you would be saving people's lives. You would be saving, you know, millions of lives, whatever. But yeah, I would eat all of those M and M's for sure. I mean, because I because I would want to teach my daughter that helping the many is a very selfless thing to do, and. You know, it's 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 a good thing. Sacrifice can be a good thing. No, it most certainly know? can be. But you know, but it's we have, also you, you know you we have understand. people can... we have people in the military service that sacrifice themselves. Yeah, and God bless. And this is why, like, like, I, like for example, my uncle, he's in the military. He's one of my idols. My brother, he's in the air force. He's one of my idols. Yeah, uh, he, my uh, future, my future brother-in-law, my cousin. Um, many of our fraternity brothers who were, who were in the service or still are like anyone who's willing 
to sacrifice all that gets my most utmost respect. And I have my my buddy Sam. He's in the guard, and it's just like with all, all this going on, there's so much trying times, and 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 for me, being here, able to do this with you, it's like it always puts things in perspective. But at this point, sure, yeah, absolutely. At at least for this point, for me, I look at the situation, and you have these de- debates like this, and I think it's always an interesting debate because it brings up the morality of people. It brings up right and wrong, deterrence, this and that. And I feel as if – I don't know what I feel anymore. <laughs> I will say, you know – I was on such a good roll and then I just got distracted. <laughs> I will say in terms of people um, doing selfless things for the good of the many um, – is something that lots of people are doing right now because of this pandemic. You know, people are working together. People who are social distancing are doing it uh, for the good of everybody. You know, there are people that are. Uh, I was actually. Be, I, I got an email from GoFundMe saying that this isn't there difficult. are this isn't so difficult. many GoFundMe uh, fundraisers uh, for that are coronavirus related, and they've actually set up you know a coronavirus relief fund. That everybody can just kind of put money into. Yeah, and, and I it's, think it shows like that that when you can, you can. It's just for me, it's just we, you got to stop thinking you're invincible. You got to stop thinking that you're untouchable, and you really got to reach that point where it's like, all right, guys, like this this is a serious issue. If you don't have to go out in groups, don't do it. Postpone your birthday. You you can have a birthday party in four months, three months. You can do something in in a couple more months. It's like it's not that hard to ignore to do. It really yeah. isn't. So Seriously, just enjoy. It. Just and I'm tired gonna... of getting yelled at. I'm tired of getting yelled at by our governors. I'm tired of getting yelled at by our mayors and town administrators and everything else. I I, I saw that thing at. from Gina Raimondo. She was good. At this point, she laid it out flat. Yeah. I mean, just to put, you know, put it in perspective from my own personal experience, today was supposed to be my daughter's baptism. And that didn't happen. Didn't happen. And it's unfortunate because it was supposed to be a time when all of our all of our extended family and all our friends were going to come and celebrate and people who hadn't met her were going to get to meet her. And now today, didn't see anybody. Nobody got to meet her. Uh, it happens. It's, it's an unfortunate. It, it, but, it, but, but there's going to be another time for that. Oh, absolutely. We can do it later on. It's fine. It's fine. Better everyone stay healthy and stay safe than risk something far worse happening for everybody. Exactly. So we, we Even just for a short time. Short time. We can do it. So we're wrapping up towards the end. So you know what that means, Bear. Oh, I know what that means, and I am excited. It is time to play, and all the Facebook watchers out there, all nine of you, it's time for our favorite game of the night. We play it with our favorite game called Guess the State. It's Guess the State. Guess the State. Gonna guess the State. All right. 
Jevany, or I, I gotta get one right off the bat. Until we until we have an actual theme song, I'm just gonna just <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> just freeform it every single time. That's the way to do it. So, you ready for mine? Uh, yeah, I I actually don't have anything for I you. Have unfortunately, one. I I've been hitting like a dry spell in terms of uh, guest estate uh, category. Uh, things so I've I found a little lay secret. it on me. I found a little secret to do this. I'll tell you my secret after. Okay. Man gets twelve years in prison for possessing a cell phone in county jail. Did you say twelve years in prison? Twelve years in prison. Have, twelve for having a cell phone in county jail. It's gonna get so much better. <clears throat> tell me. Willie Nash, 39, a married father of three, was in a county jail on a misdemeanor charge when he asked a guard to charge his cell phone. That's the subheadline. You ready? Yeah, do it. Read it to me. A Mississippi man. Oh, crud. wondered when that would happen again uh for those who haven't watched we have had one or two episodes where we have stupidly said the state that we it was only one episode no no it was one episode and i said it twice (laughs) you did it twice oh okay so all right so Okay, I have a new one. Uh, I just I pulled I'm up a new go one. With Mississippi final answer. Yeah, you're correct. So here's the main story of this: a Mississippi man being held at a county jail on a misdemeanor charge was asked to charge it charge his cell phone. The phone was confiscated. The man was slapped with a 12 year prison sentence for possessing a phone in a correctional facility. <laughs> oh, that's just the whole summary of it. But I I, I found one. Well, else. I, so I really hate to even ask this question, but since it happened in Mississippi. And since such a uh, harsh sentence was laid for such a minor, minuscule thing, I have to ask, uh, does it say or does it show if the man was African-American? Oh, he was. There was a mugshot and everything. And and that's, yep. Because when asked about the mobile device, Nash initially denied it belonged to him, but eventually gave the deputy the password to unlock it. A court document states that Nash was using the phone to text his wife that he was in jail. So he's just texting his wife. Man, old miss. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. And see, Mississippi law prohibits inmates in correctional facilities from possessing a cell phone. It's a felony offense with a sentence of three to 15 years. A jury found Nash guilty of breaking the cell phone law in August. And a judge sentenced him to 12 years in state prison. The judge told Nash to consider himself lucky because given his past burglary convention... Oh, this dude had a record. Oh, okay. So he had a record with past burglary convictions. He could have received the maximum 15-year sentence. I mean, it's just like another three years. And he didn't appeal the verdict since he... um, but But challenged his sentence saying it was grossly disproportionate to the crime, which I kind of agree... And I absolutely by, agree. Yeah, and I think that is cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, uh, 
in that. So yeah, the I, Deep South practicing cruel and unusual punishment on African Americans. Like uh, why is that? If you get arrested, so familiar. Well, but also then, if you get arrested, I'm going to put this one on the cops here. Like you do the pat down, and when you arrest someone, don't you confiscate everything away from them? Like, don't you take like you take the phones out of his you know what i don't think i don't think you do like during the pat down but i think you do like when during you bring the booking, them into the booked. jail like when you book them so like but that, that's my whole point yeah so they they were just they were just being part of my friends they were just being assholes and uh they they knew full well my what they were doing as holy <laughs> But don't worry, I can make this up. After my first failure of Guess the State, we have another one racketed in. And I can tell you my secret, Mr. Bear. Because the secret into doing this now is because we don't have to do like recent news stories. We can go years back and whatever. Sure. You just So you can pick a state and then type in the words state man or state woman. And then a story will pop up. Oh, okay. Which works for All this right. story. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try that right now, but I'm gonna listen I'm gonna listen while you're doing that. Man nineteen admits to trying to steal plane to see a rap concert. <laughs> well, whose concert was it? I don't know. I haven't started reading the article yet. I'm gonna start reading the article and I'm going to make sure I do my darndest to not say the state name again. <clears throat> A 19-year-old man was sentenced to five years probation after he pleaded guilty to stealing a commercial plane so he could fly to an airport for a rap concert. Zamarcus Scott pled guilty Thursday to attempted theft of property and commercial burglary, the newspaper reported. Scott must pay a $1,000 fine and court costs and must participate in whatever mental health treatment the probation department deems necessary. Here we go. Scott was found in the comp cockpit of an American Eagle twin-engine jet at a local airport on July 4th and hopped and hoped to fly an out-of-state concert by famous <laughs> rapper, oh, by rapper Famous Dex. Authority said, who the hell is Famous Dex? I don't know who Famous Dex is, but I need this. I need Famous Dex in my life right now. <clears throat> um, famous Dex. All right, so... Well, and what's going to happen here is after you start guessing the state, I'm going to play some famous decks for you. And I'm All going right. to actually I'm not I'm not going to play it here. We're going to do that in the post show when we're not recording because I'm 99 percent sure there's going to be some bad lyrics. on this. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to risk it here. Uh, All but right. Fair enough. Police said he told investigators he thought piloting the plane would involve little more. Than pushing buttons and pulling levers. He has no training as a pilot. In December, he was found mentally competent to stand trial. So, Bear, guess the state. All right. Um, and I'll give okay. you I'll give you uh, one hint. Okay. I, I, I think I think I'm allowed to say it. The where the concert was was in Chicago. He was, so he was flying to Chicago, so it's not Illinois. Oh, okay. So that's where he was flying to, but he stole it somewhere else. Right? Right? What was the question? I did not hear you. <laughs> I said I said so so Chicago 
Chicago or outside of Chicago was where the concert was, but he stole the plane from somewhere else. He stole it. Yes, it's not Illinois. I told you. The state is not Illinois. All right, so it, it has to be it has to be pretty close by. Um, I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Um, what is it? Uh, Missouri. No, but it is west of the Mississippi. Okay. Uh, oh God. Um, was it? Um, was it Mississippi? Um, was it South Dakota? It was not South okay. Dakota. Uh, technically, the appropriate region is the South. It's in the South region of the United States. That far. He stole. He flew the plane that far. No, he didn't get to fly the plane. He got busted in the state. He didn't get. The, he didn't make it off the runway. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> See, I was thinking that he actually like made it off the ground, even. But no, um, no, 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 no. I missed no. miss that. To part. go see, I believe what was the rapper's name? Uh, Famous Dex. Okay. Um, so was it? Uh, was it? Was it Texas? No, strike three. You're out, Arkansas. Oh, wait. Are you sure that's west of the Mississippi? Yeah, I'm positive. I'm looking at a map right now. It is. It is. It is. The Mississippi (laughs) actually is one of the borders of Arkansas. Oh, and it splits. And if you want some scientific fact of this, or I'm sorry, not scientific, geographical fact of this. It is the Mississippi River is east of the Mississippi is Mississippi and Tennessee and west is Arkansas and Louisiana. So there you go. You are wrong. I am right. Because every time I do this with you now, like just to double check to be safe, I pull up a map of the United States (laughs) to make sure that is east west. That is a a smart practice to get into. I have. So so the way the map I have up on my screen is it's a map of the United States. And it's got all the regions broken out. So you got like the northeast, southeast, southwest, north, um, and then the Midwest. So I can break it up into your clusters. Right. Right. Okay. So I try to be smart. All right. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, I think it'd be a good time to wrap things up. You didn't. You, you didn't do my. I thought you were gonna do my technique to try one. That's okay. Yeah, I tried. It didn't. It didn't work. I'm gonna have to do it next what, time. What state did you look up? Oh, when I when I did it, I just put <laughs> my 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 dumb self just put state man, not actually putting. You have the... to pick a state. <laughs> See, okay. So that's what I did. Like once my Mississippi one fa- failed, I was like, "What's a cl- state close to Mississippi?" Oh, Arkansas. I can do Arkansas. Arkansas, man. Like, like let's. You know what? Let's face it. Wyoming doesn't get a lot of love, so we're gonna search right now. Wyoming man, search. And just to tell you, uh, nine man may wonders. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh no, that's sad. Uh, oh, I, I just saw the I just saw the trial by combat uh, one. Right. I put in, oh, the I put, in, uh, I put in Kansas. That's a good one. That's a good one. The trial by combat is probably my favorite guess of state. 
Um, so thank you for everyone who tuned in to this live, uh, live episode of Goose and the Bear. Uh, we'll probably do some more coming up this week uh, because we have nothing else to do. Uh, we'll definitely have some more episodes coming out uh, this way and that way. So, Bear, do you have anything else to say before we sign off to our listeners? Um, all I will say is what I've been saying lately and what I try to say every episode, um, that Goose and the Bear, we both enjoy doing these shows very much and we always enjoy our favorite beverages while doing so. We invite everybody who listens to the show, uh, whether live or otherwise, to also enjoy their favorite beverages while listening to the show. And as always, please drink responsibly, uh, safely. Don't be uh, don't be idiots when it comes to drinking. And the other thing that I will say right now is for everyone to continue to maintain social distancing, wash your goddamn hands, and uh, just stay safe and healthy. Yeah, so for the bear, I'm Goose. Thanks for tuning in. Social distance. Stay safe. Have fun. We'll see you next time on Goose and the Bear. Later, people.